Comrades, you were listening to Good Morning Comrade, goodmorningcomrade.com. Thursday shows are back. Woo. Woo! You know who else is back? You know who else is back? Guess who else is back? It's Aaron. Again, again. Yes, he's back, back, back. Yeah. Play the Mortal Kombat song for Aaron. Whoa. Uh, that should be the plan for every guest we have. <laughs> I'm back. I am back Wait. in the great state of Louisiana. How does it Wait. feel to be back in God's country? I can barely hear you. Wait, really? Yeah. Microphone and everything. Yeah, speak directly into it. Okay, hold on. Can you hear me now? Yeah, it's better. Okay, cool. Still good? Uh, it's better. Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. Um, yeah. You're back in God's country. What's up? I'm back in God's country. Um, we're doing great. That's uh, great. Yeah. Yeah, it's nice to be back. The weather's good. Really can't complain. Cool. So what's, your, what's up with you, Scott? Uh, you know, yeah, uh, what's up? From, uh, so you're also back. Yeah. Thursday shows are back. You're back. My cable is back on. Like, all those. Everything's back. You got it. You, you just got it all, man. Uh-huh. Where uh, I went to Gulfport for like three days. Oh, nice. Yeah. How was uh, it? Nice. Middle of nowhere. It was uh, windy, I guess. Anyway, what's going on with you, Jeff? Uh, the same old stuff. We just uh, had a brand new show on, on Tuesday go out. We talked about... Uh, Jeffrey Tubin and his uh, indiscretion on Zoom, uh, amongst other things. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Also, I've been you know doing the computer thing with Kenneth. Uh, we are going to be having a well. Uh, it'll have be the night that this releases. Uh, if you're listening to this on Thursday, uh, tonight will be the uh, <laughs> the presidential debate. Uh, we're going to be streaming that one again. Uh, oh, yeah, we can curse. I know because you just cursed. I did? Yeah, you did. Cool. Uh, well, anyway, we're going to be uh, having the presidential debate uh, on uh, uh, Thursday night. It's going to be a shit show. You should join it. Apparently, they're going to have mute buttons on here, just like I can mute all of you. Oh, yeah. Uh, so somebody's going to be able to... It's going to be like uh, Around the Horn. where I was about you to can... say, Around the Horn is like ahead of its time. <laughs> I thought okay, so I've been very out of loop with everything. So I thought that they weren't doing any more debate. They want one more debate. They skipped that one. Yeah, they were like like the town hall that everyone was mad at. uh Like we're gonna do them both at the same time. I guess is like see which one gets more ratings because that's like what the president is really obsessed about. You talking about the um? You talking about the the um dueling town halls? That was dumb. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Very stupid. Okay, so there's one more presidential to be. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, I guess the president got like shelled in the ratings, so he's like, "Oh, let's maybe do another debate." I don't know. What are they going to even talk about? Like, Lord Almighty. Uh, hopefully they spend the entire hour talking about um uh, uh, about Baron Trump getting COVID and uh Hunter Biden. Well, Hunter Biden's back in the news. I mean, I, I thought that you would be on top of that more than over yeah, anybody I was else. Very on top of that. I was very into Hunter's thirst traps. So what is going? <laughs> so what is Hunter Biden up to? Um. Well, I don't know what he's up to currently, but taking shirtless selfies <laughs> at least. Oh yeah. Is that is that yeah, the whole story? What is that the whole story? You just took some shirtless selfies. Um, that's the only part of the story I personally paid attention to. <laughs> Biden was such a zaddy, like. But uh, from what I understand, they we got those shirtless selfies via like a hack. Oh no, we got illegitimate. Yana might be drunk. I don't know. Oh I was, no. Like, not 
too much attention. The only we thing you're paying attention to torso selfies. That's uh, that's not good. I know. I we gotta respect his agency, but they were they were good. I'll just say they're good. I mean, who who looks at that and like, oh yes, this is the smoking gun. This is the October surprise. It's like, uh, uh, Hunter Biden just like sitting in a tub with his shirt off, like smoking a cigarette or whatever. I know. Well, I guess Honestly, the maybe like that the Biden's more. Yeah. Well, the thing that they keep thinking that, and and like, not even Fox News would report on what actually happened, uh, which. Which means that it's that they're reporting about the people responding to it, which is like really disingenuous. But what what ended up happening is there was um, somebody ha- like had a computer, like that was you know turned in for repairs, uh, that had like a bunch of Hunter Biden like pictures on it oh. and texts, and you know they did what you do, which is they. Uh, cloned the hard drive and sent a copy to the FBI and the and Rudy Giuliani. And next thing you know, Rudy Giuliani is like releasing this and saying, "Well, this is evidence that Hunter Biden and Joe Joe Biden are doing are doing a uh, are doing a um, they're doing a cool." Well, no, they're doing a, like like family like like a, a nepotism. And and in the whole, you know, getting getting him jobs or whatever, when there's not even really evidence for that, uh, it's just a bunch of bunch of crap. And they just want to say Hunter Biden, Hunter Biden, and make it <laughs> and make it so that that's trouble, which is so funny to me, because like if you look at the 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 Trump situation, I mean, like that's exactly what they do all the time. And I'm not like defending Joe Biden or even I'll I'll defend Hunter a little bit, but I mean like. This is like a like a throwing stone sort of situation, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It is it is I, weird. It is weird to be like just a random like computer person and be like, like what is the like acceptable creeping around in somebody else's computer level to where like you see pictures and you're like, oh, that is Hunter Biden. I know who that is. I have no idea. Right? Yeah, I would like I I mean. I wouldn't have recognized Hunter Biden, so yeah, like, I'm, I'm like, like loving this idea of this like geek swag member being like sifting through <laughs> these, like digital files, like ooh, Hunter's like, looking great. Like even if you're like a guy dumping all of this, like cloning every computer and like dumping all on like your secret file or whatever, how do you look at all these pictures and like I like ascertain their identities? Like apparently there was some text in there too, and a bunch of other things. I don't know what I don't know what the deal is specifically, but Hunter I mean, Biden. I don't, people's last names and my text names it's mm-hmm. usually like the first name in an emoji or something mm-hmm. like that <laughs> i don't know kind of don't care well, I, need to know, I do i need to, i'm the gumshoe i need to know how a gets to be how do they figure out that's hunter biden well, are they reporting this material to other people for like verification come on yeah rudy, rudy giuliani oh he's the <laughs> he's the authority on this i mean who would you expect I did read the funniest headline. It was like Rudy Giuliani too drunk for everything, and I was like, "Yeah." I was like, "That's a whole mood." That's yeah. the mayor of the United States you're talking about. Yeah, that's yeah. America's mayor. Yeah. Well, America's mayor deserves a little a happy hour every now and then. Uh. Anyway, oh, Rush Limbaugh's gonna die. Oh, he is. Oh, Apparently, yeah, like he had like a one. big, he had a big like, uh, like a big thing on his show today. As of recording, this would be Tuesday, and he like started crying, and it was like, I don't know, I guess like whatever, he's gonna die. He's on the radio. He's got like his pulpit. He's cultivated this for years. He's probably been waiting for it or some stuff. Then Michael Savage goes on Twitter and he's like, "Geez, pull it together. Like, have a little class." And he's like, <laughs> "Jesus, wait, what?" Jesus. Michael Savage like said some stuff on Twitter today. He's like, "Oh, you have the stage. Like, be a little, have a little bit more dignity or something like that." And this guy's Rush like, Limbaugh. He's, he's like lecturing Rush Limbaugh. Yeah. What? Like, it's so crazy because it's just like the like talk radio mindset, like distilled. It's like, geez, man, I have, I have a little, like pull it together. Why don't you? Huh? <laughs> Why are you crying, you sissy? Yeah, geez. Lord Almighty, that is truly something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, I mean, I didn't even, to be honest, I didn't know he was still alive. Oh, dude. Oh, he, he got like a Medal of Honor or something this year. A Medal of Freedom. Or one of those freaking, like, like, BS medals. 
Yeah, this is like he's an American his, hero. This is after his admission that he like uh, was having like bad, bad cancer or whatever. But it is only today that they're like, this is actually terminal bad cancer. So uh, I guess uh, it was just his big swan song and his compatriots in right wing media were a little bit upset, or at least one of them. Getting a, little, so getting a little scoldy, they were. Well, uh, that's, not, that's not how men act. Yeah, it's not. You gotta, they don't cry over dying. Bootstraps up. Uh, like beard down or something. Yeah. American manhood. The West is best and all that. Yeah. Oh, oh, speaking of American manhood, guess who else is back? Ooh. And maybe we should watch this video together. It's Jordan Peterson. <gasps> He's a what do you mean American. He's Canadian. Well, come on, man. The West. Dude, that's the Americas. Let's not be so Euro. Like, yeah, like, look. Okay? You mean like North America? Come on, Scott. Yeah. That's what you mean. Say it. Okay, so this is actually a thing. If you go to South America, the words for like people where we live, Estados Unidos, it's not Americano because Americano is anybody who lives in the entirety of yeah, it's the a kind of coffee. So don't. So if you go to Latin America, don't act like you are the only American because everybody down there is America too. America yeah, too. I don't know. Same. We're the North Americans. All right, here we so go. What's Peterson doing? Well, I have his video queued up. His return home video. Are you ready? Fresh back after having all his blood. Ready never Hi everyone. As some of you may know, but others will not. It's been a long while since I put up any new content on this YouTube channel. I've been suffering from impaired health, severely impaired health, as a consequence of benzodiazepine use for anxiety, or more accurately, from a combination of using that medication and then ceasing its use once I realized so he got really addicted to benzos, and then he uh, went to Russia and got put got into a medically... Uh, what's that? Got all new blood. Yeah, he basically got his entire, like his blood blood out and replaced, and he, he, he got put into a medically induced coma and all these other things in, 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 ter- in a way. He basically put his entire life on the line. To, uh, only eating meat or something? Yeah, he, he, his, his daughter, Michaela, um, is really interested in this diet of uh just meat called like the lion diet or something like that uh, a lot of like really weird stuff like this guy this guy believes a lot of weird stuff uh anyway huh yeah i mean like and that's not even the to speak of um you know the western the, the western supremacy and chauvinism stuff <laughs> let's continue it was dangerous um that's put me in and out of hospitals for much of the last year in Connecticut, in the United States, in Toronto, in Canada, in Moscow, in Russia, and in Belgrade, Serbia. As yeah, he would like ship back and forth between Serbia and Russia. for specialists who could aid me in the severe post-use withdrawal and neurological damage related consequences of both the benzodiazepine use and and its cessation. Um, I started taking it in 2016, 2017, early 2000. Right when he started getting super famous, by the way. To the prescribed. Yeah, that would make um, me anxious. Recommendations and really never give it a second thought. <laughs> I'm just taking uh, benzos over here, mistake. not thinking about it. Um, to say you got to stress out when people tell him to clean up his room. Anyways, I've learned some things during that trying time, I suppose, or at least I've, I can tell you what kept me going during what was certainly the worst period of my life. Um, family, that's for sure. Uh, friends and the work I was able to continue doing as I was able to continue writing um, Something that I'll talk about. Thank God for that. Probably within the next there are 12, 12 Rules for Life 2 is coming out next. My wife, Whoa. Tammy, my 
son, Julian, and his wife, Julian, and my daughter, Michaela, and her husband, Andre, have been of inestimable value to me and provided me with tremendous support during this period. Um, Michaela and Andre accompanied me to Russia and to Serbia. Uh, both of those episodes were extremely grueling and lasted for months. Um, but I'm alive, and I have plans for the future. I want to thank those people from the bottom of my heart, my extended family and friends, whom I will name elsewhere, went above and beyond the call of duty, in my estimation. I'm certainly not convinced okay. that I would have the character to provide to anyone of those. I'm going to start... Right, plans for the future. Video Here we go. Behind me and He's I back, baby. Videos are coming. ...to something resembling a normal life. I've never seen his videos, plans but I'm kind of shocked at how much he sounds like Kermit video the Frog. Production, at least he, uh, I was uh, yes. literally exactly the I completed a biblical series devoted to Genesis in fall of 2017, and that has proved very popular. I, I, it's a strange word to use for a lecture series like that. Um, I'm going to start working on the next book in the Old Testament, which is Exodus, but in that will take a while. But in the interim, <laughs> I think I'm going to produce videos devoted to Proverbs, the book so like, of wisdom, essentially. This is all biblical stuff, right? Like, I mean, like that's part of his whole thing. But he he wants to do, um, like Western philosophy, and he wants to do uh, a lot of these sort of like high-minded ideas or whatever. But it's all based in the Bible, which is really I don't know. What do y'all think? Buddy, he's doing the classics. Doing the classics. <laughs> Going back to the basics. I also just like feel like I need to say that if you, dear listener, are addicted to benzos, like you don't actually have to go to Russia. Yeah, don't let your, don't don't let all the blood out of your body. Don't yeah. go to don't go to Serbia. Yeah. I mean, like, don't let your daughter... I do want to say that the let... um, detox for benzos it, it can be fatal. Yeah. So don't take a bunch of Zanbars and then just try stop. and wean yourself off of that. Yeah, totally. And. Uh, I mean, maybe he just, well, he lived in Canada, so that's no excuse. So I was going to say, maybe he just didn't want to like have to deal with the American healthcare system. Oh, I'm sure it's so inexpensive in Russia. Right. <laughs> they're doing great over there. Yeah, they're doing the fantastic. I'm, um, I mean, I, I imagine it's different. I mean, I, this is speculation, but I imagine it's not as bad as the U.S. Yeah. Maybe I'm wrong. You're probably right. But, okay, so I don't. Okay, I know Jordan Peterson as like a name, and I know that he's not good. But I, other than that, I don't know a whole ton about Jordan Peterson. So basically, I don't think mm -hmm. that Robert like said some. He like responded to somebody's Twitter about it, and they I think they called him a Jew. Which was yeah. Like, so what he what he does is really interesting. Because he's got this, he's a he's a um, psychology professor from uh, the University of Toronto, right? And what he basically does is he tries and like ha have this like weird convoluted connection um, between essentially like like he he he's a Western chauvinist. He basically like like talks about how Western values are superior and it's evidenced by the, the formulation of the world as it is now. And he's done like crazy things like compare, uh, like, like justifying hierarchy by like comparing um, like human interactions to that of lobsters and saying that that's somehow significant. Um, it's really wild. Uh, and he also wrote this book called 12 rules for life, which is basic kind of self-help. Um, it's like self-helpy kind of stuff. Um, not particularly controversial, but um, he kind of uses that as the jumping off point to kind of push down the idea that like the West is best and, you know, um, you know, gender dynamics uh, are being essentially flipped on their head, um, you know, with, since the 1970s. Uh, with the uh, you know women in the workplace and all this other stuff, uh, he's had some really really weird interviews where we talk about like women wearing makeup um, is basically like uh, in place so that 
they would they're like they're like sexually aroused men or whatever well, like that. It's that's the only reason I ever wear makeup. Okay, um, but but that being in the workplace is just like a perversion or something. Like it's so wild, and and like going into the specifics of that uh, could take like all day. Well, anyway, he also, that was sarcasm. I yeah, I know. I, yeah, I got you. I got you. Yeah, yeah. You're being sarcastic. Yeah, sure. Whatever. I wear makeup for me. Okay, I dress up for me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, sure you are. Um, for women and their judgment. Sure you are. Um, <laughs> actually, that's probably the most true thing. Um, yeah, no, not really. The uh, but so, anyway, he tar- like what he ends up doing is he ends up targeting a lot of these. Um, like disaffected, um, you know, middle class, downwardly mobile, largely white audiences, right? And what he does is he basically justifies everything that they already believe uh, is wrong with the world, um, and and essentially like like points it in in the direction of, well, it's because we're ch- we're we're fucking with the, the way the world is. And that's what the issue is. And he he, he kind of like is a, he he does a lot of like you know um, clean up your room type bullshit. You know, get your act together, fix your fix your fix your shit, and and steers them towards this like this really really. Uh, I mean, it's it's a revanchist like like fucking reactionary perspective and he, and, and he and he sells it as politics i mean essentially translates his politics hmm. and then you know of course the guy who did that the guy who you know pushed that entire movement for probably about three years uh ends up having the least clean room of all if you know what i mean yeah he's addicted to benzo right exactly <laughs> So it's, I find that to be I don't know I I, I kind of like like people have talked about this motherfucker like to death, and it, it is a little bit boring sometimes uh, to kind of go over it again and again. But Tell me about it. the fact is like like people like him are like they have huge audiences. This guy's got this video has a million and a half views. You know, and in, in his Twitter, and his, his, he's got um, three million subscribers on fucking YouTube. So I'm assuming there's a high overlap of Peterson and Trump. Um, I don't think he's out as a Trump supporter specifically. I don't think he's like openly a Trump supporter, but he's definitely he he'll be like um, critical of his um, like his manner or whatever. But like the idea is exactly the same. Hmm. The trajectory is exactly the same, and the audience is exactly the same. Well, okay, so this is, I guess, what I don't understand about these. Okay, so I same with the Proud Boys. It's yeah. this idea that oh, masculinity and like Western like masculinity is the be all end all. Uh-huh. But I just don't understand how that translates to Trump. Well, it's because masculinity is under threat. Because masculinity is under threat, and it's it's the women, and it's the gays, and it's the blacks, and it's all these other things that are that are what what are under attack. All these feminized identities, which are not the one that these people have, right? And essentially, what it is, it's just a pure reaction to um, the the world order being turned over, in their view. Oh, I mean, I get that, but it's uh-huh. like, how does that translate to? Because like Trump is not a masculine man. No, but he doesn't get cucked by the fake news media or whatever. Like he, he's definitely a, up. He performs that kind of masculinity, I think, and that's what's important. Like the actual reality of it doesn't matter as much as the fact that you're you're putting forward the fact the the position that you're not going to get cucked by these losers or whatever. And, um, and, and essentially everybody else can, you know, will back down. And I mean, to be completely honest, I mean, when he does do that, because the way that the way that, especially in the government and the way that the press operates, they're so like used to this sort of like buddy, buddy, patting one another on the back kind of approach. 
Uh, he kind of exploded the whole thing, and most people hate that shit. You know, there's something appealing about telling, you know, Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer to go fuck themselves. The problem is, if you go tell them to go fuck themselves uh, in service of, you know, essentially giving away all of, you know, essentially corporatizing the earth, building a wall and, and you know, denying women's you know rights to their own bodily autonomy, then you're a piece of shit. You know, you're doing it the wrong reason. So the, the, essentially, they're taking all of the correctly and this is why it's a big fight i think for the left specifically and it's why it's, it's why they're important because the, the the people that are kind of in play here could go either to this sort of like right-wing trajectory or to uh actual world justice fucking left-wing socialist trajectory and and the fight is to get as many of those people on our side so we we there's literally socialism versus barbarism. True, but I like I see that and I understand it, but part of the reason where I think that's tricky for the left specifically is that there is an inherent okay, like sp- speaking specifically about like the Proud Boys, mm-hmm. but also it sounds like a lot of like Jordan Peterson's people. There is there's, there's an overlap. misogyny there mm-hmm. that why yes i understand that like these people are very you know they're they're displaced they're um generally like ignored they don't know where they fit in this new world but there is that like streak of misogyny that i don't mm-hmm. know how that translates to being able to to really bring them on board because i think that's yeah, I think that, streak over- that kid that ran for uh-huh. or is running for like or some elected position in what kansas and mm-hmm you know, beat his girlfriends last year. Right. Like, I just, so it's just one of those things that I'm, I'm very wary of them as allies. Well, I, mean, I guess my point would be to that is that that those forces are, are quite pervasive within the society. And it'd be very difficult to find people uh, who don't at least hold those socially incentivized ideas and perspectives and views and, 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 and see these dynamics as, as part of, uh, as part as as legitimate, right? Um, because that's what the, the 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 culture of the U.S. produces. It produces, you know, racism. It produces sexism. It produces transphobia and all the other stuff, right? Um, so if you're ruling out as potential allies all of those people, then you're ruling out most people. Sure, but so how does which I I agree with you? Mm-hmm. But how do we feel like the left? Okay, so like I, I'm not personally putting up with misogyny. Right. Um, you know, sure. Totally. I'm you don't have to, and you shouldn't have to. Racism, but it, so where do we? I guess where do we draw the line, and then how do we ensure that okay, we're mm-hmm. you know getting these disaffected people on our side, but how do we know that like the first time that you're like, oh, hey, you actually can't talk to the women in your DSA chapter. Sure. Well, and, and, away. And, like, and the question of whose role is it to deal with that, and the answer honestly is whoever can deal with it um so not to say like like women and you know people who are you know not men women and 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 non-binary people lg people lgbtq uh people all that uh shouldn't have to deal with that 100 percent totally unless they choose to do so um and at the same time how you deal with that is important because if you just say well if there is uh, a sort of like I mean, obviously, certain behaviors have to be completely and utterly like not allowed and not um, tolerated for sure. Um, specifically, ones that would harm other people, but like some, so like like there there has to be a gradient here, and there has to be some kind of like social um, mechanism in these kinds of spaces and and like lefty spaces that would. Um, be like the protocol to deal with it. And I mean, if you're asking me, um, most, you know, leftist like guys or whatever, especially ones that are fairly experienced might be the ones that are best positioned to deal with that. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's the well, role that they would have. Like, it's always better for the, the people who are in the privileged majority to, to stamp stuff down rather than um, relying on people in like the, 
the minority. I mean, but... I think it's I think it's it, it's everyone's problem. Um, certain people feel the pro the the, the manifestation of that problem, obviously. Uh, those problems is sort of a set of problems, not an individual problem. But 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 certain people feel the manifestation of those problems worse or more than others. But I mean, um, it's also at the same time, it's very difficult to expect people who don't experience those problems and those those um, um, issues themselves to understand how to deal with them as well. So it's it's, it's got to be a group effort for sure. So how do you think in your kind of ideal world, uh-huh. how do you think that we reach these guys? Because like, I know there's been a lot of talk about like Joe Rogan, for instance, uh-huh. but then, you know, every so often there's like some random controversy. So, well, Joe Rogan is the one of the people of, that need to get reached, right? Yeah. But I'm like, I'm wondering like how, like, how do you, I guess, I don't know. Is this like the chop of the fascism pipeline or whatever? Is there a chop of fascism pipeline? No, there's not. Obviously I mean, I not. Chop out of fascism pipeline, but uh-huh. that, that is quite a keyword. Right. Yeah. People would use that, I think, and I don't see any evidence of it. I mean, like, if somebody wants to to push against me on that, then fine. Um, like, maybe some people who have been on that show, I can actually think of specific individuals who have been on that show who have then um, kind of like done things that are at least. They're along the lines and can be construed. I'm I'm giving a lot of benefit of the doubt here, which might get me in trouble. Um, but but I don't want to mention her name. But but essentially, um, she's definitely gone on Tucker Carlson and like made the case for like not for having closed borders. And it's like, yeah, I that's a problem. And um, you know, what do you do about that? I don't know. Like, but but to to sort of like use that as evidence of like a like a like a chop out of fascism pipeline or whatever, I just don't see it. Like like what is the, um, what is like if it's one case or if it's like a handful of cases, I'm sort of like okay, dude, like whatever, you know. I I I, I get that 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 specific case will be a thing, but I mean there needs to be a trend, um, for that to be a real thing, if you know what I mean. It's just, yeah, I'm just like thinking, because I think kind of going back specifically after the 2016 election, there was a lot of talk about how, you know, the quote unquote dirtbag left was going to be, is like the bridge between these kind of more of the proud boy, the Jordan Petersons, the the more like outwardly white supremacist fascist ideology. Um, And I'm just wondering if that's the role they've actually played, like like have they really stepped in in that way mm-hmm. or you because know, i mean it's, it's hard to tell because it, it does seem like there is more uh-huh. problem activity for instance or there is more people there are more people listening to jordan peterson uh-huh. but is that just because they've they feel emboldened or there, are there actually more people that i mean i'm sure smarter people than me have looked into this but uh-huh. that's something i find pretty fascinating and well I, I, my take on that in general is like whatever the problem is, um, it, 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 actually, there it, the problem to me, at least at this point, is that there is more of a uh, there is more polarization and more radicalization of right wing like young people and young left wing people, um, and and kind of like bringing people into b- both of these both of these sort of camps, right? Um, as evidenced by the Bernie Sanders campaign, as opposed to the, uh, I mean, as, and and um, um, evidenced by like like you mentioned with the Proud Boys, um, I think focusing on what can bring wh- instead of what does for any given time, like bring people into a certain thing that's important to assess. But how can th- how can that be developed going forward if what if that's true? You know what I mean. Yeah. How how do you, you know, how do you move from where you're at and not just expect the thing to just keep going on like a force of gravity or something? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it is. I mean, it's rough out there, especially for yeah. the younger people. I mean, I'm in my 30s and it's, it's rough out here for me. Especially this I can't year. Imagine if I was had just graduated college or was trying to do Zoom classes or whatever, and so I think it makes sense that people get pushed to to one end or the other. Mm-hmm. 
Um, or we could just blame the memes, I guess. Oh, I mean, yeah. You know whose fault this all is? Is like uh, Pepe's or something. It's the sassy socialist. That's yeah. Oh, my movie. gosh. I can't believe it. Ridiculous. Yeah, I don't know. I hope what I was. I hope some of my ramblings made sense. <laughs> I mean, no, they could. I've just this is stuff I've been. I've been kind of on my little self care um, journey, and mm-hmm. I've been trying to really limit myself to the online discourse and the the news discourse because I already know who I'm voting for. I you know I don't need to know that. I mean, I'll be excited. I'll be I'll be glad to hear if Trump dies, but otherwise, like, <laughs> I don't really need to hear much you, you, else about. Trump you're taking right now. you're taking the grill pill. I I think I have taken oh I think I have taken the girl pill. That's good. I'm like literally sitting here doing an adult coloring book as we record this. I love it. Ooh. Are you putting um, it on the refrigerator? What is the topic? Um, I'm doing it's po- it's Animal Kingdom. Whoa. What yeah, co- so I'm currently coloring a pigeon. What oh, what color have you decided this pigeon should be? We're doing all cool tones. We are doing a violet. We are doing a carmine. We are doing what color is carmine? Um, it's like a maroon. Huh. Hey, Paisano, like spaghetti. <laughs> yes. Um, it's looking good so far. I'm feeling pretty proud about it. Um, but yeah, I mean that's part of the reason why I haven't been jumping on the podcast is just because I like don't know anything that we're talking about, and yeah, things my mental health have been kind of precarious. So I'm like, yeah, let's not let me not learn something mm-hmm. about the world that is going to make me angry. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so I've been kind of thinking more about that. Like, okay, well, I was so in into it, and now I'm just kind of like drifting. Mm-hmm. And it just makes me think about all of these kids who, I don't know, I they just I'm like, what is there to drift to now? If you're not, everybody's so online. Like everybody is so engaged depending on what part of the country you're in is like, there's not a ton of like intellectual diversity. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I've just been, I've been worried about the children. <laughs> what about <laughs> the children? You. you know, who else is worried about the children is QAnon. So you have something in common. Uh, um, okay. So was it, I didn't have, I say this and then I like pull out a QAnon theory out of my ass that I somehow know about. Was it like one of the Kennedys supposed to like be Q or something? Oh, well, it's, it's JFK Jr. He's uh he's coming back. Still alive? He's still alive yeah. and he's coming back. Man. I thought that was supposed to happen a couple days ago. Uh-huh. That's messed up, man. That They had to steal like the Tupac theories and like use them for JFK Jr. Like, come on, man. Get your own interesting conspiracy. Well, theory. I mean, like that goes all the way back to like millenarian like Christ is coming back, kind of theories too. I mean, that's that's. What the f- Jeff? What the hell is that? You can't just drop a fucking term like that and not ex- explain like we all know it. You never heard of millennialist cult? No, you said you didn't say mill. You said millenary. Okay, millennialist. There you go. All right. Explain it. Oh, it's been a thousand years since Christ was born. Um, he's coming back now, and the rapture is going to happen, and all will be revealed, and the good people are going to go to heaven, and everybody else is going to be stuck here on earth and go to hell. That happened like it happened so many times. It happened so many times, and then, and then, you know, the uh, what was it? The Mayan calendar expired, or whatever. So I mean, like these things keep constantly happening, and and there's always some kind of um, you know, apocalyptic idea that's going to be like prophesized by. You know, whichever person or whoever. That's why cults are cool. I just, I feel like it was not something like esoteric, though. It was like, it was like one of the living Kennedys was like going to pop up and actually end up being Q. Yeah, he'll do that later. Something happened and... and, and it was supposed to be on the 17th. So yeah, it was I'm supposed to be, but something came up and now he's going to have to do it later. True. I mean, what's important, what, what's important is that it's true and that it's real. Not that yeah. it didn't happen. Maybe maybe that's what I'm going to do with my time. Maybe I'm mm-hmm. just going to get really QAnon. Well, or, or you can, well, like you, you can. So you, if you remember early on in the show, we started talking about doing very special kind of like bonus episodes on crazy stuff like that. Like you could do an episode on Q. You could do an episode on Hunter Biden, and I'll do that with you. Oh God, Hunter Biden, he's out of my dreams. How do you dreams? I love uh, an emotionally messy middle-aged man like. 
Sorry to uh, former that. former presidential candidate. Uh, was it Tom Steyer? <laughs> oh, hold, no, it was definitely not Tom Steyer. My God. It was, um, why am I blanking on his name? The other zaddy of my dreams. Wow. Who? Fuck. Who's this? This is messed up. Like, you just like forgot his whole name and everything. Beto O'Rourke? Jay Inslee, my God. Yeah. Tom Steyer. Oh my god. Beto? Are, are we talking about Beto here? I'm gonna see you for some of them. Wait. You mean Beta O'Rourke? Oh no. I was never oh there are some there are some middle aged ladies on Twitter that are very still very thirsty for Beta O'Rourke. Dude. I don't get it. That I don't get it either. I really don't. Beta O'Rourke. That's more like he's very, it. He's very bland to me. Mm-hmm. That's uh, why Hunter is so much better. Like they're like He's not that much better looking, but you you can tell he's got baggage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Hunter Biden's got very like drive you home and be safe guy. Like, like yes. thanks, thank you, Beto. Yeah, like that's a good that's a great person to know. Wait, Hunter or Joe or Beto? Uh, Beto. Oh, see, no, Beto is the kind of guy who like acts like he's gonna be that way, but then like doesn't unlock your car door. Yeah. Oh, oh my God, is. no, he'll fuck you over. Like Beto O'Rourke yeah. is not is not your friend. No. Is he not? No. No. We, we, we just are... want we just want him to be Ted Cruz. That's it. He's in a he's in a metal band. He's in a metal band and he picks a fight with the rest of the metal band. Why? Because he because he, he's too big. He one he's of the lead singer from Empire Records. <laughs> Which one? Um, the, the one who the one who like spends all the money at Yeah, he has to sit on the couch. Yeah, but then like also he doesn't get sent home. But then like the girl who has sex with like Rex Manning, like she gets sent home, even though that other guy like stole all the money out of the safe and like spent it in Atlantic City. But he like still gets to stay for the rest of the day. And I just, I have a lot of I have a lot of feelings about that movie, to be honest. Uh, yeah. Sorry, sorry. I've uh so much like sorry like. <laughs> Touch on such a sore subject, Aaron. I know. Um, do we want to talk about my feel, my solid feelings about Gen X and how they're the reason we're in this mess in the first place? Ooh, I want to uh, hear all about it. It's not the boomers' uh, fault. It's the Gen Xers' fault. You think? It is definitely the Gen Xers' fault. Ooh. Do you think the cast of the real, the original cast of the Real World is to blame? Um, Beverly Hills Nine Hundred Two One Nine did Nine Eleven. <laughs> No, I, okay, I just, like, because I was just thinking, because I've been watching a lot of, like, rom-coms in my, like, my a, grill pill. A very, like, a very Gen X uh, thing to do. I know, yeah. it's, that's the thing. So they're all, they're all made in, like, yeah, the what, 90s. What else you can do, a crossword no. puzzle? Um, oh, come on. No, just my whole coloring book. Just <laughs> coloring, red wine, and rom-coms. I'm, like, really, truly living my best life. Um. But they're just all like every single one of these like rom coms has like an activist girl in it. Oh she's, yeah, like, butt of the joke, and she's like, "Save the whales, save the environment, like stop the genocide." And you're like, "Those are all like things that we should be worried about." Actually. Yeah. Like why? Are, and, and they're then, always like, the punchline. Yeah. Gets, but then everyone gets like super worked up because like there's gonna be like a corporate buyout of like the local record store. And you're oh just, yeah. Like, but. but but the the whales though, uh-huh. like, there's always uh, there's always so, somebody trying to buy the rec center and set up some dirty rotten company. That where are the youth gonna hang? That's the entire st- plot of Stardew Valley. Uh, but yeah, Aaron, on the nose, the '90s, very bad. Right. Thank you. And then like, also, if I never see Bill Clinton again, um, I would be. Oh, I'm actually. I'm actually uh, doing a thing where I rewatch all the old episodes of Saturday Night Live on Peacock because they just put them all up. Why? Why are you doing that? I don't know. Yeah, why would you do that to yourself? Like the opposite of girl pill. Uh, I mean, making. I mean, yeah, I'm making myself very angry. Are you doing this by yourself, or are you doing this with a friend? Like, are you doing this with a partner? I mean, my dog is my friend. You're subjecting your dog to this. I don't think he really gets Colin Quinn's segments, but uh... it's it. He's too smart for it. I just picture you and your your dog just like watching Colin Quinn and just being disgusted. Colin <laughs> Quinn is a very dog like man. Like, <laughs> he's very like he's very like droopy dog features. Like 
Uh, I've been following Conquin for a long time. He's very, uh, very like kind of bedraggled a bit, you know. He, he like he he probably smells like whiskey. Mm-hmm. Oh, he doesn't drink. He hasn't drank since like the early eighties. He oh, still smells okay. like whiskey though. Like, that Sorry, just, that's why is he's like not have good clothes washing or something like that. I don't get it. But <laughs> looks like he doesn't sleep. Yeah, probably not. I'm sure I'm sure he's got a restless heart. He lives in does live in New York. That city does not sleep. <laughs> uh I'm sure that like has a general like uh effect on, you know, your your uh what do you call it? Demeanor. Demeanor, yeah, your demeanor. He's got a very sleepy demeanor, just like uh Perry Mason on the show Perry Mason. He's very sleepy looking, like his clothes have been worn a lot. Or like and, sleepy or like Sleepy Joe, also a product of well, he's a boomer, but he hit his stride in the nineties. Who? Sleepy Joe. Who? Sleepy Joe Biden. Oh, Sleepy Joe. Man, why do you keep saying all this stupid stuff instead of saying the regular stuff? What's the regular stuff? I'm really envious that you didn't know who Sleepy Joe Biden is. I know, right? Well, I know who that is, but like Sleepy Joe, like, come on, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. What's that? What is that? Malarkey. But, uh, yeah. Uh, the 90s. Very bad. Not as bad as the 2000s. Oh, do you think? Oh, uh, man. 2000s way worse. Possibly. Why do you think the 2000s are worse than the 90s? Uh, we had 9/11 and Hurricane Katrina. Sorry, I'm biased. And then, and then. I'm not talking about actual worst. I thought you meant like pop culture. And then we had 2008. What was in 2008? Oh yeah. What the the, the, the bottom fell out of the U.S. economy? Oh yeah, uh, that was bad. <laughs> Can't confirm. Can't confirm. Really bad. Yeah, uh, yeah, way worse than the '90s. Uh, Jimmy Fallon wasn't in anything in the '90s, so that makes it automatically better. <laughs> Jimmy Fallon, the dark cloud that is like I've just come under in my Saturday Night Live viewing. He's the worst. He's wait, absolutely I thought terrible. wasn't he cute in like some of the sketches, or am I just like he always uh, laughed? That's like Teen Aaron, just making it. It's he no, laughed no, no. at everything. I also was under his thrall, uh, thinking he's a very charming lad, but he's not. He's really just a mean guy who like wears sweaters and like makes cute faces after he says something extremely very mean. Huh. And it's insane to me that he's got like the image he does uh, to this day. It's a brand, buddy. It's a brand. Yeah, the brands. He's the worst. Uh, I, I take this because I also went and watched a bunch of uh, MTV Movie Awards, of which he hosted two. Man. And he's the worst. Yeah, you're you're watching some stuff, man. Oh man, I've been I've been on a weird one, to be honest. Uh, this was actually the MTV thing was back when I was unemployed, and now I am employed yet again. Yay! Congratulations. Yeah, thank you, Jeff. Thank you, Aaron. I appreciate it. Uh, play my song. Been working for a couple weeks. It's nice. Uh, how are you, Jeff? Me? Yeah. Anything you want to talk about? Uh, I think I'm. I think I'm good for now. Uh, other than the fact that, you know, I'm just watching the AOC playing Among Us stream on uh Twitch. That's that's basically well, all I got. Wouldn't want to divide your thoughts, Jeff. I, I apologize. <laughs> Uh, I can't believe that AOC is a competitor with me on Twitch now. It's unacceptable. Yeah, I mean, we we have our own theories that it's kind of bizarre that she started streaming. Yeah, we started we started doing a couple streams. We started doing some Metal Gear Solid. Started doing a little Civ Six. And next thing you know, AOC is trying to steal my thunder. What's Crazy, going on right? here? This is that this is that leftist misogyny. Like, wow. how are you going to assume that? Um, you're going to put yourself in AOC in the same sentence, my friend. Look, I'm just saying that the timing is interesting, okay? Connect the dots. I mean, Jeff was the first Twitch user. <laughs> yeah, Jeff invented Twitch. Yeah, exactly. Whoa. Are you Q, Jeff? Uh, if I was Q, do you think I would tell you? I mean, you'd have to. That's that's actually a little known fact about Q. Is if you ask someone if they're Q and they are Q, they have to tell you. What if Q uh, is all that of is us? Actually, not true. 
whether it applies to police officers or the leader of the QAnon conspiracy. I yeah, it doesn't apply to police officers, but it does for some reason apply to you. Yeah. A weirdly known fact. I'd like to know more. Well, yes. Well, um, my my new podcast, um, uh, QTs. Q for you. <laughs> Honestly, I just like quit. Sometimes I get so bored, and I'm like, I wish I could just get into a conspiracy theory. Yeah. Like, it's like built-in uh, friends. You have you like know, we always have shit to talk about. You know a weird one, like, uh, my friend got into Birds Are Fake. She's got, like, an official Birds Are Fake membership card. That's a top contender. She's got, like, a a membership card, and, like, at at her work, where I work with her husband, she has put uh, stickers all around the place uh, denoting her propaganda. Wait, okay, so, like, what is is the Birds Are Fake organization? I mean, it's that birds are not real. They're not real. They're PSYOP. They're cameras. So she read. She read the Hunger Games. What? She read the Hunger Games, obviously. Oh yeah, Nash. Well, I mean, birds were in that universe, even though some of them weren't real. Yeah, they were. They were a weird kind of bird. All right, uh, I'm gonna go to the restroom real quick. All right, we can wrap it up. Uh, all right, Aaron, thank you. We're so glad that you are back. Yay! Um, you can listen to Good Morning Comedy. This is kind of a sleepy episode. I like it. Just getting back in, sliding back into the vibes. Uh, you can listen to Good Morning Comrade on goodmorningcomrade.com. I get more information. Good Morning Comrade. Uh, but, um, jumping on Twitch stream I mean, uh, with me. Uh, Twitch.tv slash goodmorningcomraderadio. Uh, you can also uh, <laughs> you can also um, follow Aaron on Twitter at Hug and Not Bug. And you still posting, right? Um. Yeah. What it was, I feel like I, I mostly repost. I'm kind of annoying. Oh no! Please, please follow me. Yeah. I have 175 followers right now. I love you. Oh no! Uh, and then follow me at MM Prof. Follow the show at Comrade at Comrade Morning. Uh, thanks everybody. Love you. Bye. Bye.